For many men, the experience of holding their newborn child in their arms for the first time is a totally transformative moment. Nothing will ever be the same again. But the rest doesn't exactly happen automatically. There's no workshop manual for fathering. All most of us have is what our own dads taught us, and that can be a bit hit and miss at times. So what can we do to get this dad thing right? This is Signs of the Times Radio with Kent Kingston. It's great to have with us in the studio today, Trafford Fisher, family life educator and all-round funny man and, and good guy. <laughs> How you doing, Trafford? Yeah, very good. Nice to be with you in the studio. Thank you, Kent. <laughs> no, it, it, it is good to have you here. I mean, you, you've... Um, chatted with us before on Signs of the Times Radio about various topics, often to do with relationships, often to do with parenting. I mean, this is your area of expertise, you know, family life, education. Mm -hmm. And today, I'd like to talk about something that's sort of current. You know, here we are in, in September. We've had Father's Day. Did you have a good Father's Day? Before? It was a great day. Yeah, a neat day. Oh, my, unfortunately, my, my children, one's in the Sunshine Coast and I live up on Lake Macquarie, for those of you who know the area in, in New South Wales. My daughter and son-in-law and their three little girls are in America. They live over there. So it wasn't a family day per se, but it was a neat day, just reflecting on the fact that isn't it great to be a father. What about yourself, Ken? Did you have a good day? Uh, my, my oldest son said, hey, Dad, um, would you like to come out for a car meet on, on Sunday morning? So, yeah, not, not far from our house, there was a whole bunch of muscle cars there all, oh, all pulled up and, fabulous. you know, bon bonnets open and yes. he, he's more mechanical than me, but, okay. you know, he, he was showing me the way around, oh, can you see how, you know, this is put okay. together and yeah, yada, yada, yada. Good, good, and, good. You enjoy uh, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed yeah. it. It's something we have in common. He's more of an expert than me, hmm. but nevertheless, you know. It's an interest that you share. Well, that's right. That's and my, my other son, Caleb, he uh, organized dinner that night. We had some gourmet pizza. And hey. Yeah, hey. That, was, that was good. And I called You're, my dad too. So. Excellent. So that, excellent. that was good. Yeah, my, my Isn't it great to connect like that? Because that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's not about, look, the gifts are great. You know, the new socks and, and tie, they're all cool. I, I got new socks. New socks, there you go. <laughs> but hey, it's the family connection. It's, yeah, there's my son, there's my grandson. That's what it's about. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. It was pretty special. Good. Now, you've been doing a little bit of research, Trafford, and in this month's Signs of the Times, you've, you've got an article there looking at fatherhood, looking at fatherhood issues, but you begin by actually exploring the history of Father's Day itself and where it came from. And interestingly, I think in the US where it originated, they do Father's Day in, what is it, June? or I think they do it differently. It was kind of an honour of... And it was kind of a sad event, Kent, really, mm, to kick mm. it off. Way back in, in 1907, there was an explosion in what they call the Fairmount, or Fairmont Coal Company's number six and number eight mines, West Virginia, US. Uh -huh. And the blast killed most of the men inside. In fact, 362 men died. It was, it was a terrible thing. That's horrific. And, and 250 of those were fathers, mm -hmm. which meant a lot of kids ended up not having a dad. Mm. And... The daughter of one of the men killed, Grace Golden Claytons was her name, she was a church lady and she mm. suggested to her pastor there should be something to honour these men, which mm. I think was great. And so on July 5, 1908, the first observance of you know, what we now know as Father's Day, mm -hmm. different shape maybe to what we know now, but it was held in Fairmont, West Virginia. And then two years later, a Father's Day celebration was held in Spokane, Washington, 
And a lady by the name of Sonora Smart Dodd heard a sermon about a Mother's Day celebration because it was kind of already up and running. Okay. And she told her past that fathers should have a similar day to honour them. And it seems, history tells, the local clergyman thought that was a good idea, Mm. got together. So that's where it it kicked off. Mm -hmm. And sadly... It kicked off out of a tragedy. You know, we, we see Father's Day as a celebration, but its origins lay in, in a much sadder time. Yeah, where mm. there's, what, 362, that's a lot of men to yeah, die yeah. in a mine, and it would have been just terrible. Okay. Um, well, but, that's, but, very, that's very interesting. What, what about Australia, our part of the world? It seems... There's a little debate, but it's around about 1935 36 mm-hmm. in Newcastle, in Australia, and in Perth, there was a movement. In fact, at the Baptist Tabernacle, there was a recommendation that the Father's Day be honoured like Mother's Day. Okay. And that got a bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. And then in Perth, on uh, on one of the Sunday or one of the one of the gatherings there, they said we need to celebrate this on the first day in Sunday, and in fact, in 1964, it mm. seems first, first Sunday in September. Yeah, sorry, first day in September. Mm. They said this this needs to be a Commonwealth wide celebration. Oh, What's okay. interesting is that it was only in 1972 that Richard Nixon declared or proclaimed a permanent national day in honour of fathers. So it oh, for, took for, for a long, America. Yeah, wow. for America. Hmm. So it took a long time from hmm. that original sad event, uh, 60 years almost, yeah. well, certainly for the US. It's, it's interesting that when you look at that history, a lot of it seems to be, well, there was Mother's Day first and and then it was sort of, oh, we, we probably should recognise <laughs> yeah, fathers too. Yeah. We, we need to get fathers on board here. <laughs> I think that's understandable. I'm sure all the fathers, oh, look, look at all these mothers getting attention. What about us? I don't know. But it was interesting that it was the daughter of the one of the dads who died mm. who who kicked off the whole thing. Yeah. Let's honour dads. Yeah. So it wasn't dad saying, what about us? You know, it yeah. was in fact the daughter saying, hey, we need to remember our dads. Yeah, uh, no, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, and I guess the other thing that I, I didn't realise is the, the church angle to this. And I guess, well, it's on Sunday all the time. So I guess, you know, mainstream mm. Christian denominations do worship on Sunday. And, and it's amazing, you know, how many of these sort of special days have a, a church history and a, and yeah, a church background. And I is. hadn't realised that. Mm. And I, it's kind of encouraging. I think it was neat that, you know, obviously these, you know, the ch- can the church people maybe recognise the value of family relationships, mm. recognise the importance of those relationships mm. and wanted to honour them in some way. So, and as you said, a lot of, you know, around the churches right around Australia and obviously now around the world, though special day is a day where mm. the church as a, as a community, faith community and families can say, hey, let's uphold dad and, and, and mum yeah. accordingly. Uh, <laughs> they were they were handing out um, chocolates to, to dads at, at the church my son went to right. over, over this last weekend. Um, he, he's not a dad, but uh, he wanted the chocolates. So um, when, when the people came around handing the chocolates, he said, I'm pregnant. Can I have one too? <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. He's quick. What is interesting is someone once said, "What about Kids Day? We got Mother's Day, Father's Day. We need a Kids Day. Every day is a Kids Day." You I know? used to ask that when yeah. I was a kid, and that's exactly the reply my parents got gave me. Every, every day is a every kids day, day is a children's yeah. day. You spoiled little brat. So <laughs> pop back in your corner. Yeah, that's right. Now, in in your article, Trafford, you've been looking at the research as, as you do. You know, various psychologists and therapists, and you know, family family life experts, and you found these four questions that that you say dads need to ask themselves, you know, once they've finished, you know, being spoiled and, mm. and it's back to the serious business of, of being a father, mm. you say there are four questions that dads need to, we need to ask ourselves mm. in order to be better dads. Yeah. Take us, take us through that. I, I, 
Roland Warren, he, he was the former president of the National Fatherhood uh, Initiative, and he suggests, uh, Kent, these four questions. Number one, does my son know that he matters to me? Mm. And I think, you know, his question's an excellent one because kids, boys especially, I think, need to know they matter. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a part of this family and I count. Mm-hmm. I'm not just, you know, taking up good space. Mm. I, I count. Um, and, and it's interesting, or sad in some ways, how we assume that people just know this. Is yeah, well, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're in the family. You know, I, I gave I gave you life. I, I brought you up. I've been feeding exactly, you. Exactly. Um, of course, you matter to me. And I'm, I'm reminded of a something I, I've heard my dad say a few times about this old sort of farmer who, you know, when his wife passed away, he said, you know, I really loved my wife. I, I nearly told her once. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's there all the time in the background, but it's assumed, but sometimes not expressed. So, One of the biggest risks for primary relationships, and particularly marriages, Mm. suggesting is that we take it for granted. Mm. And if I had a a whiteboard here, uh, can I get it? When you write the word assume, because we just assume each other's love, if you put a line between the last S and the M, and you you make an ass out of you and me, Mm -hmm. a fun little way to remember, we cannot afford to take our relationships for granted, but we Mm -hmm. do. And I think for for a family, Family, as you're suggesting, one of the mm. risks is we take the whole thing for granted. Yeah. And so we float along, oh, he's in the house, everything's cool. The, uh, you know, Roland Warren suggests, no, we need to keep reminding our boys, you matter. Mm. You matter to me. Mm. And, and girls yeah. too, I guess. Oh, sure, sure. You know, every child needs mm. to know they matter. Uh, you are valuable. You mm. are worthwhile. You count. There was a really interesting study quite a few years ago where they looked at the uh, the signs of a healthy family. They studied mm-hmm. 14,000 families across 24 different countries and cultures, a huge study. Nick and Nancy Stenay mm-hmm. uh, particularly drove that. And they were looking for the signs of a healthy family. And one of the, the key signs was was nurturing love and care. Mm-hmm. It said express appreciation and affection. Mm-hmm. And they said affection and appreciation permeated healthy yep. families. Yep. And when they unpacked that, they said, we need to find ways of letting our kids know on a regular basis mm-hmm. that we that that you matter, we care about you, you are valued, you are worthwhile. They mm-hmm. find ways of saying that with words, in, in spending time, in activities, play, sport, mm. as many ways you can, letting your son and daughter, but we're talking about sons today particularly, mm. you count. Mm. You are mm. special to us. You are valuable. And, and sadly, we know of homes where kids don't feel that. Mm. They are lonely, they, well, you know, no one cares about me. It's mm. just tragic. So I think, you know, he, he's on the money. We need to get the message to the kids, you know, you aren't just leftovers, mm. you are key to, to this family. Okay, so so the first question we're dealing with is, does my, my child, or my son in particular, because mm. your article is mm. about, you know, sons and the son and, and dad son, relationship. Yeah, yeah. You, you had a mothers and daughters relationship. We had uh, one earlier uh, uh, about mothers mother and daughters. In yeah. May, so yeah. this is sort of the, the companion piece to that. Mm-hmm. So how does my son know that that he matters to me? I you know I need to tell him. So let's get down to practical things. Like what could I actually do? Let's say things had sort of been sliding for a while, and and I sort of got the feeling you know I'm not sure my son does know that he matters to mm. me, that he mm. matters to this family. Mm. How do I go about breaking that sort of negative pattern and start to like making a change to something more positive? What? Tell me what to do, Trafford. It's, it's 
I think theory is easy. Pra- yeah. Practical, practical things. Not so much. I think one of the things we can do for as dads is ensure that we've got some time to to give to our son slash mm-hmm. sons mm-hmm. that's dedicated to them and their interests. Mm-hmm. Where we say, you know, I might be a sport dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I love sport. I just, you know, I'm competitive. I watch the footy. I play footy maybe. Mm-hmm. But my son may not be real sport orientated. Mm-hmm. He might be more the academic, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's very hard for a sport dad to dive into an academic realm. Mm. But if I can say, that's my son's arena, so I'm going to invest in that and dive in and sit down with him and say, son, tell me what you're working on at the moment. Yeah, you're working on this project. Fill me in a bit more. Man, that's just foreign to me. Help me Mm. understand that. Mm -hmm. And actually let him know, yes, I'm genuinely interested in that. And look, Mm. for the dad, it mightn't be, you know, he's not his prime interest. He'd rather have his kid running around playing football with him. Mm But he said, no, look, that's not my, I, I'm going to invest in my son. So, mm-hmm. Or as you said, you may not, uh, you know, might be the mechanical, you know, how many valves mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, how many pistons, or, you know, mm-hmm. but you're prepared to say, that's my son's arena. Mm-hmm. That's his specialty. I'm going to go where he goes. I'm mm-hmm. going to go amongst the cars. You know, you mm-hmm. don't say, oh, look, no, nah, you go off, son, I'll, I'll, I'll stay home and, and, and read the paper. You go off. No, you go to the cars with him mm-hmm. and walk around the cars and ask questions. And it might sound like a dumb question, but you're asking the question. <laughs> that's right. I think it lets your son know, hey, your world is mine. Mm-hmm. I'm in this. I'm in this with you. So it's finding that that time to yeah. to invest in his interests and and his his world. So it might be you know a lot of our kids now are, are computer kids, whizzes mm. at the iPad, iPhone. Mm. Let's ask our kid, son. Look, we got this special day. Let's surprise mum. Can you help me? How do we put a little movie clip together? Mm-hmm. I'll grab your iPhone. Show me how to do it. Or you you do it and and let's have some fun. Yeah. So we get this little project going where. Mm. It gives the son a chance to to flourish mm. in his area of expertise, mm. and and I guess to be affirmed in his area of expertise ah, to say, "Wow, yeah. that's incredible! Do like, that I didn't know so you well. didn't know yeah. you could do that." Yeah, you should see, you should see my son. <laughs> you know, yeah. That sense of what you do is valuable. What you do contributes to us as a mm. family. Mm. You know, your 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 presence and joy and 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 what you're interested in this family packages colours our family. It, it's this you're. A, key part of the jigsaw, not just a mm. bit off the side in the in, in the box, you know, lost pieces. So Love it. Love find it. ways of, you know, in allowing them to feel good about what they're doing and its importance to the well-being okay. of the family. Good, yep. pra- good practical tip. I, I like that, Trafford. Okay, so that, that was question one. Um, does my son know he matters to me? What's, yeah. what's question two? Number two? Number two is, does my son know that I love him? Mm-hmm. Now, this is getting a bit more this touchy, is, feely. <laughs> this can be a tough topic for dads. Generally, this is a real generalization, mm-hmm. and some of our listeners might uh, struggle, but sometimes dads do find this tough territory. Mm-hmm. You know, the emotional is usually touchy feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not me. I'm the tough. You know, man, if I was any tougher, I'd rust. Mm-hmm. And we got this idea that men are tough, you mm-hmm. know, so we, tough men don't show too much emotion and, and mm-hmm. express feelings. Look, I know of some families that's pretty real. So the idea of I love you just isn't part of the terminology, but the kids pretty well know they're loved. Mm-hmm. In fact, talking to, to one recently, he said, look, I never heard my mum and dad say I love you, mm-hmm. but I knew I was loved. They, mm-hmm. they, they expressed care for me. They were interested in what I did. I, was, I had money to buy my lunch at school. My, my uniform for school was, was you know, washed, ironed and ready to go. They had an interest in my homework. You know, they were interested in my world. Mm. But it, no, I, did, I didn't. It wasn't a lot of hugs from mum and dad. Wasn't, wasn't a lot of I love yous. Mm. And yet I know of other families very affectionate, very warm. I love you, son. Have a great day at school. Mm-hmm. Now, I certainly didn't grow.
grow up in in a lot of verbal expressions of of love like that. Mm. I think maybe generationally it wasn't so you know, mm. and yet again, I know families more so now that I'm familiar with where you know, I love you is, is very much a part of the vocab. Mm. So I think that, you know, it can be expressed in a number of ways where for me with Gary Chapman's, the five love languages, mm-hmm. you know, quality time, gifts, acts of service, etc., affection, touch. And I think we need to find that language of our, of our child. Mm. What's the language of love that grabs my son's attention and speaks mm. to his heart? Mm. And that might be be for you know it could be touched so we got that affectionate good father son you know wrestle on the floor you know, uh, you know punch on the arm gently you know that little sort of punch on not a not a we're mm. not talking about aggression here but a punch on the arm hey, hey you're my man yeah, you know that yeah. that really neat connecting touch mm. that can be very very real for mm. some son's powerful image of love mm. another one might be just the quiet sit down in the corner watch a watch a fun movie and you know or something on on a, a game together mm. just to share an experience yeah, together share yeah. the experience it's it's a hike up a mountain it's a it's a scuba dive let's find the area that speaks to our son mm. and dive in that world and allow those special moments to occur i, I think for for me can if we can find it like say we're taking our son to school Mm-hmm. It's that little little connecting time as we're driving. How mm-hmm. you doing, mate? Is mm-hmm. everything cool? Yeah, well, hey, Dad's interested in your world. A few little words like that. Yeah, you're special to us. And that's it. It's not this great, long, prolonged father-son talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because I've, I've heard it said, and uh, I'm interested in your opinion mm-hmm. on this, that um, that generally, and I'm saying generally because mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. there are exceptions and people mm-hmm. don't fall into categories neatly, but generally... Uh, like women, when they talk to each other, can talk face to face, you know, with, with a cuppa and get it into some deep stuff. But mm. a lot of men are uncomfortable with that and they would much prefer to be exactly as you say, mm. um, like driving somewhere, yeah. you know, doing something, not, not actually facing yep. each yep. other. Both looking straight ahead. Both looking yep. straight ahead, you know, yep. or, you know, side by side at, mm-hmm. at a workbench somewhere mm-hmm. or, or, or side by side at, at a games console, like what, no what, question. What, whatever it is, that sort of parallel, not looking deeply into each other's yeah. eyes, yeah. but yeah. being in physical proximity and then things can open up. No uh, question. I yeah. think you're spot on again. I think there's some good support for that. And it, our life, you, you just watch, you look, mm. you know, you're right. I think w- women feel very much more comfortable in the emotional feelings arena. Mm. Again, a generalisation, mm. but but I think it's true to say that women uh, and girls just work a bit easy in that, in that mm. space. Mm. For but men, I, it's I, a bit hard. I, I know mums who have realised this and they said, you know, it's really hard to get my boys talking about mm. deep things, but mm. if we go for a drive... That's the, I mean, you know, you're doing 80 Ks down the road. They, yep. they can't leave the conversation, you know. <laughs> they're there. Um, although I guess that, yeah. that's what earbuds are for. But, you know, if they're trapped in the car, you're going somewhere, they want you to give them a lift, mm. so they sort of have to be polite to you. And that's a, a good point to mm. open up some of these issues. And they will open up in a way that exactly. they, they won't, they won't if, if you eyeball them. Yep. Yeah. And I think too, in fact, I, was, I came home uh, on the airplane, on the plane last night from Melbourne, chatting with a, a lady who was sitting beside me and we compared notes of it about our sons, you know, mm-hmm. and she made a comment about her son that, that she can um, say to her uh, son, how are you doing, mate, at school? Uh, did you have a good day? Yep. 
<laughs> How's everything uh, going? Yeah, with uh, your homework. Yep, fine. If I, yeah, it's just this total lack of. Whereas for daughter, they chat away for hours. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think for some of our mums, they struggle with that sort of seeming silence. Whereas yeah. some of our dads, we deal with silence. Okay, we, yeah, we're just comfortable and we're sitting there. But you're right. If we can take that chance, just to check in, mm. how you doing, and convey that message right. of love. Next, ne- next question, Trevor. What's what's the next one? Does question my three. son know that what he does is important? important to me. Mm-hmm. All right. These questions are sort of quite related, aren't they? And I, I can see that the yeah. solutions are often very interconnected, all the same. They, there's some, a lot of crossover here. Mm. But I think in this one, does my son know that what he does is important to me? Mm-hmm. The risk for a lot of our boys is that, yeah, okay, look, I, I'm, I'm valued, I'm treasured, but I'm, I'm not very important because what I do isn't, isn't much. Mm. You know, I don't, you know, I can't contribute financially to the house. I, I don't, you know, a certain sense in which, am I really important? Mm. Am I counted? Uh, we talked about being valued, but yeah, this, what, what, this this is a classic issue, isn't it? Where the like the the dad has a certain career, for example, or you know we've always done this in our family, and and that one of the kids goes out in a completely new career direction. You know, yeah. they, they they go a trade when the parents have always been professional, yep. or, or, or the other way around, and it's whoa, a yeah. little bit it, hard. This to take doesn't sometimes. fit the yeah the image. I'm aware, kind of a, a particular. Uh, he was a dad. But he was raised by his grandparents, mm-hmm. and the only time he got acknowledgement that he was a worthwhile kind of person was when he did a job, mm-hmm. when he worked. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not familiar with where his own parents were, but he, he was raised by these grandparents. Mm. And look, I'm sure they did their very best, but for this particular guy, he was only, he shared with me, he was only felt valued when he was doing a job. Mm-hmm. When he got married and had children, he found it very, very difficult to connect with his kids, to play with his kids, to mm. experience that because it was never modelled for him. Mm-hmm. But he would be up on the gutters, cleaning out the gutters. He'd be fixing the car. You know, he'd do all this work. He was caring for his family. It, that's the way he expressed it. But the yeah. kids didn't sense that. The, dad was always busy doing stuff, mm-hmm. and so he felt good. He was he was personally feeling I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing a contribution. This is my this is how he was affirmed. Mm-hmm. But he missed the kids. Mm. The kids didn't feel that. And I think if we can just be aware of you know, what what messages and beliefs are we living out of mm. and, and what messages and modelling are we conveying to our kids mm. when it comes to this world. And some of our kids, you know, it, it can be affirmed for what they do. Mm. And that's value. Hey, you did a great job of that. You did a great job of that. That's important. But we also need to balance it by saying, hey, you are a great guy. Mm. We, in other words, we attach affirmation and, and we affirm our kids apart from what they do. Mm. Yeah. You, does that make just, so you, yeah. Yeah. Affirm them just for who they are. Simply, you are my yeah. son. Period. Valued, loved, cherished. You mm. are important mm-hmm. to me. But we also, man, you did a good job with that. Mm. And we mm. affirm them for what they do. Particularly boys. The research mm. is that we as men value affirmation. Mm. In fact, for, for, for our competence in in particular. because yeah, we're not, not, not just because we're a very special, lovely person, but because of our competence. Exactly. Yeah. It, we, we as men are very often competitive. Mm. And we love to know we're doing a good job. One mm. thing I just recently read, it, it was just very significant, came from the research by Shanti Feldon. Mm-hmm. And in a book called uh, The Secrets of Highly Happy Marriages, yes. she makes this comment. She you, says... You spoke to us about this before, do you remember, a few yeah. episodes back. Yeah, yeah. She, she mentioned, and it, it just was really significant for me. She said, saying to a man, thank you, is equivalent to a man saying to a woman, I love you. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we as men love to be affirmed. And I mm-hmm. think for our sons, mm-hmm. 
mate, you did a good job of that. That's mm. fabulous. Wow, look at the way you've done that. Oh, how do you play that game like you do? So we're affirming, 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 mm. letting them know they're important. But at the same time, we need to be aware that if we just affirm them and tell them you're terrific in what you do, that may send a message to them, gee, I'm really good when I do something mm. worthwhile. It's a very performance-oriented, yeah, exactly. like conditional love, yeah, basically. Exactly. Wow. So if we okay. can say to our kids, hey, you are special, you are valued, mm-hmm. you are important to me, you are important to this family, apart from what you do. Mm. So we've got to find ways of doing that. So if sure. we get back to practical, we can say again, mate, you know, I'm so glad you're part of this family. Period. Love yeah, it. We don't attach it to anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's room for both. In yeah, fact, there has to exactly. be. Exactly. Okay, all right. Mate, but, you are the best, yeah. I, our time is ticking away, okay. Trafford. What, what, what about um fourth question? The fourth one was, does my son know I'm proud of him? Again, as you mm. said, they're connected, but mm. is my dad proud of me? Mm-hmm. So what I do, he's proud. And mm. I think the way we can really express that can, is, is when we're in public with other dads and kids, we mm-hmm. say, hey, have you met my son? You know, mm-hmm. you should see what he does. Mm-hmm. And to verbally hear our dads say to us kids in front of other dads and kids that mm-hmm. he thinks what I do, man, we're going to bust the buttons on our chest shirt. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it just makes us feel good. Wow. So if we can find neat ways of letting our kid know that we're very proud of them, you know, we applaud when we love our, you know, when we go to the school concerts and there's my man playing the trumpet or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he's got this you know, award for being academic, fabulous. We feel proud. We let them know we mm. are proud. Mm. So we make a little fun certificate and we put up on the fridge, you know, we are proud of you, son, for this. And we, we yep. set a little surprise note that we or you get a certificate and frame it and whack it on their wall. Mm-hmm. You know, my son did this. I think just find neat ways, especially when the kids are small, that as they get teens, again, we find some neat way of, mm. I'm proud of you, son. You know, man, the way you, you, you rebuilt your motorbike. <laughs> yep. So we get that affirmation. And, no, that's, and letting go. That, that, that is re- really fantastic, Trafford. Now, it's something that you didn't really cover in your article, but this is the, the this is the, the extra, folks. Um, when when you listen to the podcast or the, or the radio <laughs> show, you, you we get to go in a little deeper. You're concerned, Trafford, that in our in our Western society, we don't have a lot in the way of rites of passage. You know these mm. sort of markers that go from childhood to to adulthood. Can you unpack mm. that a little bit? And your concern. It is a concern. I, as a kid, yeah, I'm in my sixties now. But as a as a child, twenty one. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got the keys to the house. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they had these actual cards of this kind of key shape. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, serious. You'd been you'd been in and out out of the house for for quite a while. So it yeah. was eighteen, and eighteen still, of course, in our societies, recognise you're an adult. So you can mm. go to war. You can uh, you can legally drink. You can vote. Uh, you can vote. Mm. I I still find myself wondering. You know, how does a boy mm. say I'm now a man? Mm-hmm. What are the what are the markers? And we understand in in our early Australian early Australians culture, they would uh, they would uh, you know, take the young boys out to the bush, and mm. there would be some kind of sort of a ceremony. Mm. We know in some of our some Pacific sort of in, in, initiation, yeah, men, initiation kind of right, yeah, you know. Yeah. And in our Pacific Islands, there was a something kind of similar where the, mm. I understand in New Guinea, yeah, you know, the, the boys would be would be they would share. A, a, the, the, the man house mm-hmm. and there'd be a recognition that you are now. So we sort of cross this line, you know, mm. I mean, we don't have that. Mm. And a lot of our, you know, young boys, they've left home 17, 18, they finish school, mm. they head off mm. 
and I'm I'm wondering, you know, when a when a young you know a young man of that age says, you know, am I a man? What what do they measure? So some boys get drunk, or they drive their car at two hundred kilometres an hour, they do some crazy stuff, you know. Yeah, I'm 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 now independent. I'm a man. Mm. And I so guess, so so wait a minute, Trafford. I mean, how, how can you say we don't have rights of passage and then list all these things, you know, like getting a license for a car, like turning eighteen and being able to vote, you know, like getting your first job? How how are these things not rights of passage? What, what, what I, you, I guess what certainly you that's not gender specific. So our ladies can vote as well. Oh, okay. a, a, they get a license as well. So it's not a, it's not you know being being um, right. Uh, so it's not uh, something specifically about becoming a man. Yeah, what it's, it, it's about yeah. becoming an adult. It's, it, yeah, but not yeah, a man. Exactly. Okay, so it's just that little bit of difference. So you know, yes, I'm an adult, but I guess I find myself asking, what's a real man look like in 2018? Mm-hmm. How do we answer that? Mm-hmm. You know, and for how does a young kid of 17, mm-hmm. 18 answer that? Yeah. And I just wonder whether it might be worth us as a society thinking around a bit more and 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 really exploring that. Mm. And is there some way we can we can address that and answer that? And mm. to be honest, I'm not sure. I understand there's some schools I'd love to look into. Well, there were some schools in Adelaide, South Australia, yeah. who were actually taking the teen boys out to you know a, a country kind of area, not doing anything kind of crazy or weird, but mm. just talking about you know, letting them understand you are about to move into adulthood. Let's talk about that journey. So they're actually mm. raising that issue for the boys to think around. I I admire that and honour that. It's funny that you say that. that because with my two boys, um, mm. we, we did the same thing when they were both around thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, for one, you know, we climbed a mountain. The other one, we went caving. Mm. So it was a sort of a physical challenge with yeah. you, you know with with the boy and and their uncles and their dad and their grandfather. Fabulous. And yeah, yeah. It, it was this sort of single sex environment, and we did affirm them, and it was really interesting to see how they change the positive impact that yeah. that affirmation and that recognition that's, had on them at, at that that's stage. That's what of we're life. looking for. Yeah. It's some. It's a recognition mm, and a special bit. special prayer of ble- blessing can often yeah. be a, a really important yeah. part of that. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, Trafford, we're we're out of time, but I really do appreciate you being here Thank on you, on Signs of the Times Radio today. Thanks so much for your, for your insights and and your wisdom as as one of the elders of, of our tribe. And uh, <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> well, Thank you so much, Ken. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see you again on the program. Thank you. Today's episode was based on an article appearing in this month's Signs of the Times magazine. A subscription is just twenty six dollars for eleven issues a year. To find out more, visit signsofthetimes.org.au. Signs of the Times has been published in Australia since 1886 and is proudly produced by Adventist Media.